0: MoneyWeb now on The Money.
1: The show's brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider starting now with uh, Quentin Rossi, CEO at Spear REIT. Um, they're a Cape Town based uh, uh, REIT and, and and just before I get Quinton on, they've got their pre-closed presentation, 12 o'clock today. It'll be on their YouTube channel. That's for uh, Financial Year 23. Quentin, appreciate the time today. I, I, I Almost certainly, as much as everyone else's, you've been sort of, I suppose, weaning yourself off Eskom to a fair degree for your, your properties that you've got down in the Western Cape. How many are you, are you taking away from Escom, either off-grid or perhaps onto, onto diesel backup?
0: Uh, morning, Simon, and uh, morning to your listeners. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I think the, um, the lo- load shedding has definitely um, caused us to look at life differently. Um, currently, Spear owns 30 assets in the Western Cape. Mm-hmm. And I think one of, the, one of the kind of competitive advantages of our portfolio is that we only have two of our 30 assets that are currently supplied by Escom. The balance of our portfolio is all supplied by the city of Cape Town so there is already a layer of insulation from a load shedding protection mechanism Uh, but what we've done is we've taken a approach that we want to try and cover as much of us of our assets in PV solar Um, so at this point in time if you look at a total portfolio need we need approximately 20 to 22 megawatts of power across our business in terms of needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we currently have about 5.3 megawatt of uh, PV solar plant installed across our portfolio, and that's going to be scaling up to about 7.5 to 7.6 uh, megawatt. So unfortunately, we do still need ESCOM and the set of Capstone to play a role in our lives, but we are – on this journey to, to, to prepare life um, far less reliant, first of all, on ESCOM and second of all, on fossil fuel generated
1: electrical supply. Is it is it practical? Can you get that full 20 to 22 megawatts from renewable? I mean, is, is that actually a viable option?
0: Unfortunately, I doubt it. Um, You know, for for Spear and for any company or any person needing to run a feasible business, we need baseload. And the baseload, unfortunately, does not necessarily get supplied by renewables. Um, uh, And the energy mix, uh, I think renewables is a component of a viable modernized energy mix. Um, But uh, unless... Batteries become significantly cheaper and, you know, with the move of technology, batteries do become cheaper over a period of time. Um, the business case, um, is still very difficult to make to install batteries, um, in conjunction with your solar. And that's also, you know, probably one of the challenges with, um, with load shedding is that, you know, you can have all the best intentions in the world to cover as much of your roof space in solar. But if that solar is grid tied without a battery backup, um, you you again succumb to the um, to the darkness of load shedding when load shedding does hit and then provides very little relief. Um, but we are looking at you know one has to look at load shedding and battery investment and diesel generator investments over a 10 20 year period, and one then has to see how do you allocate capital prudently and correctly either through, uh, through kind of maintaining a below 100% payout ratio mm-hmm. or by asset, kind of capital allocation of, of CapEx um, over and above your normal kind of reinvestment into property um, and see what the business case looks like going forward. But one of the things that's very attractive from a Western Cape perspective is that on the city of Cape Town grid, um, there is a general undertaking from the city. We, we, we enter into curtailment agreements on our large industrial uh, assets, mm-hmm. Um, and then they, all our tenants on those complexes, agree to to reduce their load, which then means that they do not get load shedding, which creates business continuity. And unfortunately, okay. on an ESCOM on an ESCOM supply, you you basically expose to the national grid. And I mean, if you look at the city of Cape Town, the city of Cape Town requires about two thousand two hundred megawatt of electricity. The city will be bringing on by 2024 an additional 500 megawatt of own supply, which means that it will actually provide continuity between stage one and stage four. For City of Cape Town customers, um, which means it'll only become exposed to load shedding from stage five onwards, which I think is a phenomenal achievement by the City of Cape Town.
1: That is because my next question was going to be, is your putting renewable on a, a competitive advantage? And of course, it's different. A, a hospitality, you're 15 on orange, there's power demand pretty much 24-7, less so perhaps in, in, in some of the the, 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 the industrial. But, but actually, the competitive advantage is almost at city level rather than at, at, at your assets
0: hundred percent. That's absolutely true. And in the pre-close this morning or this afternoon, one thing that I'm touching on is that we always say that real estate is about location, location, Mm. location. And I think now more than ever, uh, properties that are located within the city of Cape Town Supply um, actually have the competitive advantage of being able to keep the lights on for longer, um, which means that when people are looking for real estate solutions, and I'm talking provincially now, they would be inclined to look at City of Cape Town because if you weigh up the loss of productivity, the additional labor cost, plus the cost of your diesel when you're on an ESCOM supplier versus a City of Cape Town supplier, even though the City of Cape Town's kilowatt hour charge is slightly higher, the business continuity is there, and one of the reasons why the South Cape Town's kilowatt hour charge is slightly higher is because they're actually reinvesting into infrastructure, electrical mm-hmm. infrastructure, and a better renewable mix, which which kind of makes it a lot more digestible when you see a slight uptick in your cost-to-income ratio because you know at least that there's a reason. Why, you know where the money's going and there's undertaking by the city not only for the 500 megawatt but an additional 120 billion Rand will be invested by the city of Cape Town over the next decade towards water and sewage upgrades because of the growth in semigration and the growth of the populace of Cape Town. There is pressure on all those services, but at least you know that your rates and your additional charges on consumption is actually going into not just a black hole, but actually going into infrastructure.
1: Yeah, I take that point. You actually get something back. You don't mind paying if there's something at the end of the tunnel, rather than paying where the end of the tunnel is just a, a, a black hole. Well, over there, Quentin Rossi, CEO of Spear ReIT uh, and as he said that uh, pre-close presentation today midday. Appreciate the early morning.